1: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Files Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us on a show that we celebrate all people, all artists, all parts of art, commentators, uh, editors, writers, directors, producers. Sometimes we have all them fixed into one subject. It's incredible. We've been on the air now for seven years, so it's, it's going to be soon to be our eighth year anniversary. So congratulations, Cinema Files Radio. You did a fantastic job. We got a gigantic crowd today. We have 1,900 live listeners is what I see. That's a gigantic number. 1,900 people to talk about the Mandalorian. <laughs> How was your week, everybody? How was your week? Did you have a great week? Did you watch anything interesting? I saw Charlie's Angels again. I saw the same opinion about that. I don't need to repeat that one. I saw Mandalorian episode six. No spoilers. But I love that show. Now, Deborah Chow, who directed the third episode, which was the best episode, is going to direct the seventh episode coming up very soon. And it's going to be released on Wednesday because the new Star Wars film is going to be released on Thursday so if you have have Disney Plus remember the Mandalorian next episode is going to be released on Wednesday instead of Thursday slash Friday Baby Yoda I mean they tried so hard with Porgs with uh, Oompa Loompas I mean you know the Ewoks they tried it with everything couldn't make it happen Jar Jar Binks but you you put a a baby Yoda in a situation one that has personality and spunk and, and that show is a blast off let's get Scotty in here we have we have two great guests this week we have Scotty Simmerly. Scotty's a great guy editor, producer, writer, director Scotty Simmerly, great guy Met him several times, worked on my film as as well with me. It's a full disclosure right there. We have Brittany Han Yuen. She did a great film at Sholo Film Fest called One Last Dance. Made everybody cry, but we'll talk about that later on. She'll be in here for the second hour of the show. Let's bring on Scotty. Let's talk a little bit about that Mandalorian show, because I love that show, and I hope to God he's watched a little bit of it. Scotty, they love you. <laughs>
0: yeah, nice to hear. <laughs> thanks, man. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good. How are you, bud? Good. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, thanks for being on here. Listen, you, yeah, you, so um, I, I always love talking to people who work extremely hard, like you do, and create such a gigantic portfolio at such a young age. But to find out that you weren't born in L.A., that you're born actually in North Carolina, that's that's a big move there. And I always I always like to ask people yeah. about questions about where they came from. So how was it like being born in in North Carolina compared to like let's just say an L.A. vibe?
0: Uh, much different, like you said. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was a big transition. Uh, no, I mean I, I love growing up there. Like it's uh, I grew up in the middle of the state, so you know you I mean. You got are you guys you got considered like Midwesterns? Or are you
1: guys considered East Coasters? What What do you consider? Uh,
0: southern, Southern. Really. Southern. Yeah, I mean, even though obviously the word North in the the state, but yeah, we we uh, right. consider it to be Southern. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're uh, and yeah, like you're just a couple hours from the beach, so yeah, you kind of you kind of got it all there, which obviously is similar to wow. here, at least to, right. to Los Angeles, but but definitely a uh, <laughs> a different type of vibe for sure. And hey, you also you the also city. went to
1: college there, so obviously it was a vibe that you that you stuck pretty close to.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I went to North Carolina State University in Raleigh. So, yeah, I mean, I was born at a hospital miles away from the college. And, uh, yeah. and yeah. So, this obviously <laughs> driving across yeah. the country at uh, 22 years old was a pretty big change for me. Oh, it's yeah. definitely part of your life right there.
1: What 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 gave you the instinct or what did you work on art while you were in North Carolina in your entire life? Is that what kind of gave you the spark to be a creator yourself? Cause you're more than just an editor. You're a writer, a director, a producer, an editor. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, yeah. you're one of those people. What what was it about North Carolina that kind of sparked that interest in you?
0: I mean, I, I think it really started, uh, my, my buddies in high school like, I mean, I had a little, you know, camcorder video camera and uh right and yeah we (laughs) we were really into jackass we watched a lot of dumb shows like that and we just (laughs) thought it was I think you know I mean as as silly as it was was inspiring to see all these guys those were great shows yeah I mean they're making millions of dollars off of this just oh yeah just being dumb and then uh so we thought that was pretty funny and so you know I started doing it and realizing hey like this is kind of fun and then oh right study this in school I I didn't know that and uh and, of course, I think it was just really good timing because, you know, HD camcorders started coming out, and then YouTube was obviously blowing up, and so it's like you could make a name for yourself. Like Lonely Island was kind of hitting it big with all their right. online sketches. So yeah. there was a lot of inspiration back then. But
1: Wow. Yeah. So you had a lot of inspiration from, like, social media. So was it from, like, YouTube and things like that as well?
0: I think so, yeah. there was. A, wow. It, I mean, because, you know, there wasn't, like, as much content now, so I feel like it was right. a little more refined, and you, I know, like... There was groups like Smosh that's been around for a long time now. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, some of these guys who just, you know, would kind of start out just doing their own thing. And I think, yeah, I realized, oh, like this is this is something you can you can kind of keep doing as long as you're right. like, motivated enough and uh, and make a career out of it.
1: And, and when you wanted to come out here to L.A., what did you specifically want to do when you came out to L.A.? Did you want to act? Did you want to produce? What did you, you want to do?
0: I think, I mean... As like most film students, uh, early on, you know, I want to be like a the next Tarantino or Scorsese or right. something, and you kind of have your eyes on directing. And I, I did like direct some shorts, sure. but yeah, exa- exactly. And uh, and yeah, so when I moved out here, I I was like, oh well, that'd be fun. But then you realize very quickly this is that's something that no one's just gonna ask you to do. Right. Right. And uh, and so yeah, I I did really like editing. I would stay up late at night in college editing when I should have been studying most nights. And
3: uh, <laughs>
0: and yeah, and I. I realized oh, that this is like, it's something, you know, you can do from the comfort of your home. So you can do like multiple projects instead of, you know, having to be on set all the time. And, uh, and so I, I started doing that a lot more hitting up Craigslist, hitting up whatever. Right. Hitting up any, any family friends who were like, Hey, I I know somebody out there who might be a good contact. And right. Um, so I think, like, Oh, like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, go grab coffee with some like good, like, Family, friends, old college roommate—just you know, these random connections—and you just try to see what sticks.
1: Right. Do you, how were your parents feeling about this situation uh, when, when you were going to college and you say, "Hey, I'm going to move to LA"? Did you did any part of your family like resist that, or, or were they or were they fully for it?
0: No, I uh, I'm very fortunate. My parents are super supportive, and they, uh, I mean, I obviously you know as any as any mother would be sad to see her. right her son like drive across country of course but that right. was about as you know the most resistance as a got. yeah though they were uh they were really supported my like yeah yeah my good uh good buddy uh jacob hardly he this is like right after college i was uh, i'd gone to europe for like a month you know then like the pretty cliche back, back and around europe after right. college thing and uh sure I, I hit him up and i was like hey man uh you know you want to move out to hollywood kind of as a joke <laughs> and then he said oh yeah like i have an internship out there actually you want to come join and i was like wow really and so uh yeah i just sort of sort of went from there and i didn't have anything lined up And i was like well you know what i got the money saved and let's see what happens let's go <laughs> well we got you know right. let's go sublet a one a one bedroom and i'll sleep on an air mattress in the living room and we'll we'll figure it out
1: well you're you know we uh, gonna talk a little yeah. later on about how an amazing pusher you are and how many connections you act you you really have just so you, you've gone the line of gaining the respect of so many people, but I really want to look at that beginning part right there. So you're down here in LA, you're, you're with your friends. You just, you kind of moved in with each other. You're you're looking to do jobs. Now I, I know you, you know, and you have such a gigantic advantage by the way, by living in the YouTube generation with editing because they are some master editors. They're just doing their own stuff. That, that is just amazing to me that I can't believe that they're doing. Uh, that in my generation was impossible. Like we 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 talked about that you and I about how in, in the old days they used to splice film together and what have you. Oh, Nowadays, yeah. so did you feel like you had a bit a little bit of an advantage, or do you feel oh, like it was sure. just as tough?
0: Yeah. yeah? No, for sure. Because I mean, I I remember like my film professors. You could tell like they were a little jealous because you know <laughs> they didn't grow up on that. They like they're teaching right. us all this and it's it's awesome, but they're like, yeah, they didn't they didn't have those chances. And yeah, of course, like. Being a, a film editor meant, like, editing a feature, essentially, back then. Right. You didn't really have a lot of chances to do all the all the other stuff that we have now today, all the other content and media. Right. And so, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I think there definitely was an advantage. And I, I remember learning on, like, Windows Movie Maker, which would crash about every, <laughs> That's every incredible. 15 yeah. seconds when I was trying to do it. And then <laughs> eventually, you know, moving on to Final Cut and Avid and Premiere. Right. So, Wow,
1: so you come to l a and you move in with your friends and and you have to make a decision on what you're gonna specify in what you're gonna do what do you do? Right. what what do you look at
0: well uh yeah like i was saying i i did hit up a lot of craigslist ads for for editors um and then a lot of the contacts I had out here were more uh like one one guy i got lucky he was a pretty like well known producer and executive producer mm-hmm. he had uh he got me a production assistant job on water for elephants um nice that's film. a it's really dead. nice film yeah 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 it turned out really well i mean yeah what christoph waltz robert pattinson yeah Reese witherspoon yeah it's was, it was a good film our patterson uh, was Barb yeah.
1: patterson was magic in that film it's just like in lighthouse just magic
0: uh, yeah i need to see that i really want to want to see that film
1: you haven't seen Lighthouse good yet. good things no, I haven't. Oh, you and I. So I got
0: to go try. Yeah, you and
1: I. You and I talked about this at the uh, festival, and, and I hope you see it before you see Batman, because it it really does yeah. show you how this guy can really reach a uh, certain level. Oh, and I absolutely. also want to talk to you. I also want to talk to you a little bit about uh, one of our favorite shows that we watch. Uh, do you remember the show that we're watching that's still on Netflix right now, Peaky Blinders? Oh
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to talk. A li- I, I want to talk actually... to you a little
1: bit about that. <laughs> go ahead.
0: I know. I need to catch up on the latest season. I've, I've been, I've been slacking. But
1: uh, I know, I yeah, know we're what, really you were both excited any... about that. Oh yeah, that was a great, that was a great show. It, it, it reminded me of a, uh, of a, uh, of that show, that movie, Brothers. When, when I looked at you, I'm like, are, did we just become friends? <laughs> 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 So, you know, you you get these editing jobs and and they're working out well for you. But, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at your resume and it's just humongous. Where where do do your next steps go from here and and how do you make your next connections?
0: Moving on from from where I am now or.
1: No, moving on from where you began. Yeah, I'm talking about where you began.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, that was all like, uh, yeah, at least in terms of editing, like, yeah, some of my first stuff, it was, you know, you just hit up Craigslist for. For free gigs a lot of times. I mean, I, this one thing, it was uh, this documentary about, uh, it was pretty interesting. It was about this club in Texas when like ecstasy, they didn't really know what it was in the 80s. Was so, that the so, Real so Casino? Uh, This is called Warriors of the Discotheque. Oh, Warriors of um, the yes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, Real Casino. 2011, another yeah. One. They're both, right. Yeah, they're both directed by uh, Joe Alexander and he, uh, yeah, he needed somebody to edit some, like, behind-the-scenes uh, little vignettes on it, and so I did that, and but it was basically just for IMDb credit, but it was, like, you know, when you're, like, in, you're 22 years old getting coming into L.A., right. like, it's the coolest thing ever to tell your friends, hey, I'm on IMDb now, and uh, right. And so that was, like, yeah, I mean, and I actually ended up editing the full feature of Warriors of the Discotech Forum, like, a few years later, so it's just cool, like, I feel like that's happened a lot to me, and I've been lucky that a lot of these contacts, they, they last, you know, like, these collaborations right. continue as as I work. So you, also,
1: you also worked on In- Inside Room three three four as well. And and you, you did yeah. some editing for that as well. So that, that's a pretty incredible project. How how did you get linked to that project?
0: Uh that was uh what was the Brandon and Jamie uh they had uh they were the writers and directors of that and um I think that was Craigslist too. Uh we uh Wow We met up and yeah and it was this cool because it's essentially it's like um they it's basically just like a play. Like they do it all through this like through a peephole of a hotel room essentially and you just get to see this crazy crazy like world unfold each episode and so they're all they're all different episodes all all different characters and um yeah they just asked me to to help edit that and then also like editing trailers and promos for it right Um, and yeah that was that was pretty early on yeah that's a definitely jogging my memory that was yeah that was a while ago
1: now, you, now, you've written and directed as well since then. I mean, within that time that you were editing, did, did you feel an urge mm-hmm. that you wanted to do more than just that?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I, I've been very fortunate that, you know, to be like a, a full-time professional editor now. And, uh, right. But, uh, yeah, as, as I was doing, I was, you know, more and more. So my, my good friend, friend Patrick McElroy, we actually met back in college. <coughs> Excuse me. And he, um, yeah, we we made like some short films back then. We actually made one. It ended up winning like a best picture at a, like a campus movie festival we had. And so there was like, you know, little, little signs that were like, Hey, like, you know, maybe, maybe this is what we should keep doing with our, with our lives and our careers. And he moved out here. I've been in LA almost 10 years now and he nice. moved out to LA about three years ago. And, um and yeah, we just started discussing more like, Hey, you know, we're both out here for it. He's, he's doing, right. he's doing a lot of production assistant work on, on sets. And you know I'm, I'm editing full time at Sony. And, uh, but we're like, you know, we this is this is with like our reason I mean, we moved out here to make films right. our own films and um yeah. so yeah that kind of that's like sparked a lot of a lot lately to to make our own stuff especially with the luckily with the stability i've had well before we get to
1: the, you know and, and i want to get down to alien guy tim and i want to talk about the right. the entire process of that but yeah i i also want to get into where did you where did you start writing for your for yourself. When when did you decide I'm gonna start writing for myself? I'm gonna start producing for myself, and I want to direct my own thing.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, like definitely early on, because I, I mean, we would, you know, hmm. as it goes in in college with any of your little short films, you know, I, I, you're doing right. everything. You're you know, writing and directing, shooting, acting, even, and uh, um, and yeah, I I realized I think I just you know I'd watch a lot of people's work and you kind of, you know, you listen to all these podcasts and all these interviews of these directors and writers, and you, you learn that, oh, like, no, you know, nobody just, like, handed them a script or told them, like, hey, hey go right. make this for me. Like, they all did it themselves, and right. we were like, yeah, you know, if we if we get a good, solid idea, and we, like, want to raise, you know, are, are able to, and want to raise money for it, then I think, you know, we need to, to act on that, and I, I, yeah, I don't know, I mean, I, yeah, the more and more I edit, and I do, I do love editing, and right. I'm totally, like, Integrated full time it. and uh, thank you. No, I appreciate that. And, yeah, you're uh, right But excellent. yeah, like yeah. to uh, yeah, that's, that means a lot. And then, but yeah, to like to to direct as well. I feel like you know, it's just nice as, as you know with film. You you want to like you want to have a variety and you want well, to be able to do a lot of different like a, things.
1: It seems like a perfect mixture because as as an editor, you are essentially one of the second or third directors on that scene, and you are narrating the film for Absolutely. the director yeah. you're creating a narration tell me how do you come up sometimes with your inspirations for coming out with maybe let's just say a director comes in they they had an idea of what they wanted it didn't really come out the way it sh- they planned on it what, what's yeah. your what's your first avenue of attack towards this
0: project yeah i mean uh i guess yeah i should bring up uh which i know you've had linda palmer on your show before yeah she's great um Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. She, uh, yeah. Writer, director, producer. I mean, yeah, pretty much Jack of all trades it all. Yeah. She, yeah. She took a real shot on me. I mean, I was, I'd only been in LA like a year or two and she actually, uh, let me uh, edit her feature, her first feature, Halloween party. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty bold of her and I mean, I obviously really appreciate it. And, um, I think we've done, I mean, we've probably done almost 10 films now since then, short, film features. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she, uh, we, we have, I really like our process, because it's, obviously, yeah. now that we've done so many together, almost 10 years working together, she um, right. just, you know, gives me the footage, and I know the script, and I know, obviously, what's happening, but she kind of right. lets me take a shot at it. And I, I bring that up, because Halloween party, we had a scene where they did it, like, all all one take, this, like, this dance kind of dance number scene. And, uh, right. You watch it and you're just like, man, it's kind of, it's pretty boring. It's, it's like a little uncomfortable cause it's, it's so slow and all just this long take. And, but luckily they did, they did multiple takes of it. Right. So just ended up sort of transitioning between the two just, you know, uh, going in and out of it and crossfades and whatnot. And, and I remember they like Mark, Mark Cardone, her, uh, husband and also, yeah, like filmmaking collaborator. He, uh, he always commented on how like, he just thought, that was like the coolest thing. And obviously it's something that I didn't like, I didn't think was going to be this mind blowing thing, but it totally <laughs> changed the scene. It just did. Yeah. You know, and made it way more interesting. And wow. I think, you know, moments like that, you just kind of, I, I guess I, I, what I've learned is, you know, always most of the time in film when you're able to like shorten it a little bit, and make it a little more exciting. That's usually like right. the route to go with, with a lot of scenes.
1: So. Well, that was going to be a, another one of my questions. You know, Star Wars, uh, you know, Episode Four was was notorious for having editorial issues, and that editor mm-hmm. saved that film, uh, A New Hope. Uh, how do you how do you feel about that as far as coming in to save a film? Because I know I know for a fact that you that editors go <laughs> in to save films a lot of times. Uh, What is your, what is your attitude about that? And how how do you, how do, how do you broach that project when somebody's maybe
0: might be a little divisive about how they see it? Right. I mean, yeah, that's uh, (laughs) definitely a little bit of pressure put on you in those situations. Um, Absolutely. But I do, I, I mean, I, I know it's, I think it's almost become cliche, but I hear when I've listened to a lot of editors, you know, some of these big time, like ACE editors and uh, they talk about, um, how the editor is, you know, is a rewrite it is like right. the second writer basically. And sure. uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I don't know, I guess this is why I love it. Cause it is, it, you know, with, with a narrative with a feature or a short, of course, you're not really starting from nothing. There is, there is a basis already put there. It's right. not, it's not a, a documentary or like a, a promotional video that you just are kind of forming the story on your own. But I don't know. I just find that really beautiful to like, to be able to, to recraft a story and try to make it work. Right. I think, I think of scenes where even, even with, you know, with our movie with with when the fever breaks, like to, you know, you have two people talking and then you have two people talking in another scene. And instead of just staying on them for a whole scene, you intercut the scenes and it's, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's fun to take chances like that.
1: It's you, you have to trust your editor and and to have a great editor like yourself, you know, it it is a blessing because you know, for a fact, at the very least you have somebody who's sincere, and is really going to push right. for your for, for, for your voice. Uh, that's right. that's what I like about people like yourself. Now, where did you where did you craft this this personality you have right now? It's where you know because a lot of us we, we work we work on our personalities. We, we we work on certain communication styles. But you definitely have right. a communication style that people really love. You get return visits. Yeah, well, you, you get return people. People want to continually come back to you. We went to the Sholo film festival. You have like seven films in that thing. you so, <laughs> it's, it's so obvious oh, yeah. that everybody wants you to work with them. How do you craft, <laughs> uh, what are you working on there with your personality? What you, is it communication? Is it communication with kindness? What, what is your, what is your measurement?
0: I think, yeah, I mean, communication with kindness is a really great way to put it. It's a, uh, it's a balance. Um, I, I mean, besides, I mean, it's obviously amazing to do all these features and shorts, but of course they don't always pay the bills. And so I've done a lot of, uh, a lot of promotional work over the years. So, you know, you're like, I, I worked for, uh, I cut spots for American Idol for a while. So it was, it was like the idols driving around in a Ford to like promote, wow. and then they would, you know, go, go do something fun or whatever. And, and so, you know, in those situations you're, you're dealing with clients and we, we like shoot on Sunday and then I think it would air on Wednesday. And so it's just, you know, it's just chaos for those like those right. four days. And, uh and so I, I think that you like learn early on, you're like, all right, you gotta like, you gotta have a good balance of being like, you, you know, you don't want, you don't just want to like sit back and be like, okay, sure. We'll change it like however you want it. But you also gotta, you gotta throw in your creative input and you gotta make sure
3: the person right. trusts
0: you. And I think, I, I mean, I am lucky with Linda to and I try to pass that on to any, any project I'm working on, but to have that, that balance of like, yeah, I can like make these changes, but then also like either visually showing you or, or you know giving you a reason as to like oh I don't know if this this will work right, but obviously a lot of times in film you just got to see it to know that it's not going to work.
1: You know, I I have a I have a question here. Just, just I've never really yeah. asked this of of an editor, but the way that I work my mind with my writing is that I don't I don't see an avenue that I cannot take. I can definitely take any character into any direction anywhere I want to go. And that comes from an editorial kind of perspective mind, I think. I'm asking this specifically to you as a writer yourself Mm -hmm. as well. Do you use your editor brain to, if you're stuck in a situation, to just edit it and go in a different direction? Is it easier for you to write things now based upon the fact that you need to change quickly in an editing room?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I I don't – I mean – yeah, obviously, like they've been saying, I I do write. I don't I don't necessarily consider myself like a, a a writer. I know I know plenty of people like yourself, like yeah, plenty of more talented people than me. But uh, my yeah, my like filmmaking collaborator Patrick McElroy, he uh, when yeah. when he wrote Alien Guy Tim, I he's like the full on writer there. But I I would give him a lot of ideas,
4: mm-hmm. and I
0: think yeah, my mind my mind's so visual. You're right that I like I was thinking of like oh yeah, this would be great to like cut from this scene to that scene because we're like changing landscapes like visually right you know you're getting out of this room quick enough and so i think i think yeah it's like we have a really good really good partnership in terms of that because he he can come up with these ideas like you're saying and right just open up the world itself within the story but then i can like try to try to visualize like how that's actually going to work and how that's going to cut together
1: you know uh, scotty is funny you know i've been bringing bringing people on the show for quite a long time and, and they, they don't yeah. think that they can talk for an hour or two hours but we're literally <laughs> running out of time which is hilarious <laughs> to me because I can I can literally talk to you for another hour uh, based just purely on questions that I have for you on the editorial process as well as the directing process but let's get to Alien alien Guy Tim because I think that's incredibly okay. important I yeah. saw this film at the Sholo Film Festival I loved it it, it is a, it is a oh, satire film please, please tell me Uh, as much as you can about this
0: yeah uh yeah alien guy tim it's a mockumentary uh based around a guy named tim who uh like on social media he goes by alien guy tim and uh he basically he he tells the world through his social media that he has been abducted by aliens and he has an alien girlfriend named Cindervis nine and uh and so we decided through the short film we would make a mockumentary style out of it so the crew is following him around trying to discover like is this guy crazy? Like, is he delusional? You know, it, it, does he maybe, maybe suffering from a mental illness or is he, is he actually telling the truth? And so you kind of, you get to follow along and like figure it out for yourself.
1: That, that comedian's, I mean, w- w- mention to everybody that the film that it's, that it's kind of going after, that is, the comedy that it's kind of based on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. I mean, Pat, yeah. Patrick McCoy, he, he wrote and produced with me, and then he stars in it as, as Alien Guy Tim, and he did an incredible job. I mean, I always say because, you know, people ask me about directing, and that was that was one of my first, like, no, nah, I mean, you know, it's not the biggest movie in the world, but, it, you know, a little bigger. We actually had a budget and got to direct right. him and then other actors. And, it's as, directing. I and mean, they asked me, you know, well, yeah, it is directing. And uh, they would ask, you know, like, what I was – what were my notes? And my biggest note to him was always just the voice. Like, he uh, – it's just such a hilarious –
1: yeah it's kind, like, for it and- it's kind of like this and he
0: <laughs> kind of goes like that
1: and <laughs> hey, no, <it's
0: laughs> I, morning,
1: hey my name's tim and i was abducted and sometimes people <laughs> don't believe me i thought it was I, I, it, it really it really, it, re, it, re, it reminded me of like you know guffman it reminded me of, of of a lot of those you know it reminded me of of um god god you know it's caught 11 it's the reason why it's called 11 it's more powerful um So all those satire (laughs) documentary films is what are – were you guys going for that? Were you guys going for that look?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah. Spinal Tap. Yeah. I was going to kill myself. I was was going to kill myself. If I couldn't come up with Spinal Tap, I was going to just quit the show. Right. No, yeah, that's (laughs) the the ultimate mockumentary. Uh, I mean, it's funny because, yeah, people ask that, and I, like, I don't think we – it wasn't like we watched all those and we're, like, trying to get inspired by them. It just sort of came to us when we met, and we've actually been – we've been doing this web series for a long time called I Don't Know How to Cook
3: where Pat actually
0: plays a character named Chef Chet who like pretends to be a celebrity chef and then ends up screwing everything up. You know, he,
3: he's, he's
0: making, he's baking a Turkey. And then he all of a sudden yeah. you just see a, a chicken, you know, a pre-made chicken come out of the oven that he, you know, he clearly just bought from a store. And, uh, and so it's just, yeah, it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. But we had met cause we like wanted to keep doing that. And then, and then I was like, Hey, what about, you know, this character you have on Instagram that he had made up and people had been hitting him up, you know, the alien guy's him Instagram and being like, Hey, are you real? Is this guy, is this, is this you or is, is this Tim or, you know, what's going on here? And right. we just thought that'd be a really funny idea to like, literally have Tim staring right at the camera and being like, <laughs> you, know, you know, being, because it's really uncomfortable. Cause I'm, I know you, you know, obviously you've seen it on a big screen. Yeah. The first shot, you're just like, who's this guy? Like, I mean, a lot of people are pretty confused and right. people trying to figure out. What's going right. on with this guy? If it actually is a real it, documentary, it is
1: really tough to know if it's a real documentary from an outside point of view. <laughs> it is kind of tough. It's like, is this guy like? Because this is the the world of like the YouTube generation. So, all kinds of right. personalities exist now that's out to the open. So there's there's yeah. nothing that's that's really set off guard as far as this this can be this person's real personality.
0: Right. Yeah. It's. uh <laughs> It's been pretty funny when we go up, you know, for the Q&A after uh, people are always, they say they're always a little nervous because they think he's going to speak like that. And they think he's going (laughs) to actually be like that. And then they hear hear Pat's real voice and they're they're a little relieved to realize that, yeah, it's not going to be the same guy speaking in front of us. Yeah.
1: i've heard so many actors who play dumb guys like on, like on uh y- you know all the famous shows like on tvn and all this you know about drug dealers and what have you and then they're articulate yeah. in in radio interviews or or talk shows and people are shocked it's like it's called acting
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right acting right. acting is it's really fantastic <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i think i think that that's a lot <laughs> A lot of good inspiration from, from other films out there for
1: that stuff. Right. <laughs>
0: well, you, well, you finished Alien Guy Tim, and, and how's it been
1: going? I mean, you've got you've gotten a lot of awards. A lot of things have gotten your way. Uh, we're you're con- continuing to show it. W- what is your what is your progress on it? What do you want to do with it?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we've been very fortunate. We've uh, I, I don't know. We're we're like close to probably halfway through our festival run. Um, we started back back in about May. And, yeah, we've been very fortunate. I think we've won about seven awards, you know, best comedies, best mockumentaries, audience choices. Nice. And, yeah, I mean, we're, <clears throat> I mean, the goal now, we, we've been working on a feature idea. Um, it's been, as, as you know, with film festivals, it's, you never really know what to expect at them. And when, right. once you get that, once you get that, like, feedback and, the you know, positive reactions, it's very inspiring because, you know, people are watching it. Like, obviously, like, we show it to our friends and family, and they're like, oh, that's Pat playing a character. Like, I, I'm right. going to enjoy this whereas these other people right. literally have no idea who this guy is. And, uh, right. And so to blank to get audience. That, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's a wonderful feel. I, mean, I think, I think in film, you know, there's, there's just nothing like it when you're yeah. in the theater and you're hearing people laugh at your work and then afterwards telling you how much they enjoyed it. And, and we didn't want just some slapstick over the top comedy either. You know, you get people saying how they really felt for him, you know, you're right. First you're laughing at him and then you're, and then you're like concerned for him and you're, you're starting to, to feel for him later in the movie. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's something we we appreciate and we want to we want to continue with with the feature idea and and yeah, I mean we're uh, we're just gonna keep pushing with all these film festivals and Sorry,
1: when you were when you were doing the film, did you ever think about? I mean, I'm pretty sure it did cross your mind about how difficult comedy is. Comedy is so I mean, it's so easy to crash a tear out of somebody's eyeball, but it's very difficult right. to get a guttural laugh out of a human being. And I heard a lot of people laughing. To this documentary. once mm-hmm. they were catching on to what was happening it took a beat or two but once they're catching yeah. <laughs> on I, I i heard a lot of humor in there where, where i was part of that humor block that comedy block <laughs> that was part of your shows and not a lot of people laughed but they did laugh at your right. piece how does that feel when you get people like chuckling uh at the right places on your on your part
0: oh yeah i mean that's, that's incredible i mean it uh i don't know i guess you know because that's what that's what pat and i have always done Our uh a short we made senior year that I had, I had mentioned we won the best picture at our campus movie festival. It uh, it was just <laughs> we had a pet chinchilla and we just pretended like pet chinchilla could talk. Yeah, it was it was pretty absurd. They, <laughs> he could talk to Pat like we actually literally played ourselves in the movie and he he could talk to Pat and uh and we we couldn't hear what what Chingy was his name the chinchilla what he was saying and he would he told Pat basically to to kill all of us and so it's just this really absurd like horror <laughs> comedy vibe and. And I, I just think, yeah, we like, I guess we don't really think twice about it. Like we just, we, yeah, we're not, we know we're not like drama people. I mean, yeah, we like to, Yeah. obviously, you know, there's some like, there's some sadder, darker moments in Alien Guy Tim, but sure. well, I just, yeah, I mean, love, love oh, making it laugh. Brother, when their
1: brother and sister are trying to uh, uh, kind yeah. of talk him out of like, what are you Yeah, that is kind of, that is kind of whack.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, the, yeah, the little intervention they throw. It's uh yeah, kind that of that's what I kind of mean. When we, when we came up, yeah, when we came up with the idea, we're like, we want you to, we don't want you to just laugh at him the whole time about, you know, <laughs> he's talking about aliens accessing right. his pleasure centers and weird things like that. And, right. and then you, yeah, you get to the point where you have the brother and sister and you're like, oh man, like, no, this guy. Yeah, they're I concerned. This guy. Like,
1: yeah, they're concerned yeah. about him. And it's like, okay, it's like, is this funny? <laughs> is this supposed to be right. funny? Uh right. The, yeah, the truth yeah. is, is that it, it brought some, it brought some real feelings of question to me about whether it's right. real or not, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's great to hear. Yeah, that's definitely. And
1: whether I should be laughing wanted. at him. I'll be honest with you. Right. It, it made me question, yeah. should I be laughing at him? I mean, like this sound this sounds kind of like a condition sounds kind of serious. Um, yeah, those are great. Yeah. That's, that's some great, that's some great filmmaking in there. Yeah.
0: Thank you. No, we really appreciate that. And we, uh, I mean, I, I'd have to mention, I don't know. Have you, did you ever seen the film Brigsby bear? Yeah, I
1: did. Seen it. Yeah.
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we were. I mean, I don't know how well you remember it, but we were like very inspired and like very big fans of that film, and just really? like, love the tone they ha- they have throughout that. Because I mean, you know, like Kyle Mooney, you know, plays play this <laughs> amazing on. character who's so weird <laughs> and like you know, and he's always so good at those characters. He's but great. You like, feel for him so much. You just yeah, I know. Like, you feel so so bad for the guy. And yeah, I know. we we just love the the vibe they had with that film. That it's that really empathy.
1: Yeah, that that empathy that works almost against your gut instinct. It's very weird right yeah
0: so yeah it is is very strange
1: so you got alien guy tim you're you're pushing that around Mm -hmm. that's still that's still out there in the market you have other films that are on way as as well what film are you can you talk about the film that you're working on now
0: uh there's not like currently uh yeah we're not not editing anything um any any like feature or narrative wise i do uh I, i i mean Yeah, like, uh, Linda, I know she has, I think there's a series coming up that she's working on, um, but yeah, so it's kind of been, like you said, at Sholo it's, it's been an interesting year, because it was, it was, you know, with, with you guys, with, when the fever breaks, and then with Linda, we had the feature Turnover, and then we also had the Shorts, uh, Intervention, and Cat Dex, and then, then, yeah, alien, Alien Guy Tim, of course, yeah, so
1: yeah that was that so was, that was um, shocking. you know when, when, I, when I saw you go up there so many times, I was like, oh, <laughs> this, this guy is the hardest working human being I've ever seen in my life." How, how, <laughs> no, from a narration point of view, how difficult was it to go from one film to another? Do you, do you empty your like creative sack from one film <laughs> and going on, going on to the next one? Do you just like empty the presents out and go on to the next film and just forget about what you did with the last one, or do you carry over lessons? That you learn from that one and bring it over. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really a great question.
0: I, I mean, yeah, I try to obviously, you know, as as with anything in life, you you learn a lesson and you try to carry that on with you. And uh, but I think I think that's why I was I was excited to be when the fever breaks because I you know I hadn't cut a zombie movie before, and so right. it's uh it's it's just fun to get these you know and obviously yeah so like you have. You have Cadex, which you know is is a is a woman hunting poachers in Africa, and then intervention where you have you're dealing with opioid addiction and and suicide right. and a lot of really really upsetting uh, upsetting yeah tone. And so, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> then you got a guy talking about aliens and his alien girlfriend. And so <laughs> I I think I don't know I just love I love like being inspired and like especially like those like early stages with the right. edit of like really kicking in gear and like watching a film that like maybe you know really inspires me about about the edit and you know and getting getting some sort of creative ideas from it and so i think yeah i just i love the variety because i I guess we haven't really touched on that but right my full-time my my full-time job at sony is editing promos and teasers and trailers for sony pictures television and then really um, like a lot of on, on sony's movie channel so it's some of their older movies and so i love like the I mean, I think that's the beautiful thing about editing is you can just do so many different things. And you know, there I am right. cutting, I might be taking four or five movies and cutting them into like a 15-second spot, and trying right. to make it appealing. And obviously, you know, it's just a ton of footage. And...
1: Is there a, is there any department or or any um, film film genre that that you have kind of a problem with with editing? Because it seems like you're you're touching so many different levels of media that I, right. I i want I want to see some crack in your armor
3: <laughs> because <laughs> because
1: it's amazing how many things is. you, you I'm, it's amazing how many things you can touch still make it look good, still make it feel yeah. good so make the narration linear or or maybe nonlinear as a as story tells and 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 right. and still be able to be good at what you do I mean so many people can't jump ship, but you can
0: yeah no, I I appreciate that i mean I think I think from listening to yeah interviews and podcasts of other, you know, these big time editors, you hear how, you know, how much, how much range they have and how much they try to mix it up. And I've tried to, to follow that. And right. I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done, I haven't done a ton of action. So I know like, I, uh, yeah, I know that would be, that would be kind of difficult. I mean, I've done a lot of it at, at hmm. Sony where I'm, you know, cutting like a 30 second teaser for all three expendables or something. So obviously you, know, right. you jam pack that 30 seconds with a lot of action. Sure. And, um, and so, but then, yeah, of course, like cutting it from scratch is obviously is a little more difficult to to make it actually to flow and work and appealing to the viewer.
1: That'd be crazy if your next job was work with Michael Bay. <laughs> that
0: be, that'd, be a, that'd be quite a jump. Yeah, that'd be quite
1: a jump because you'd have to yeah. edit explosions every like thirteen seconds.
0: Right. Yeah. We need a, are, are there... we need a, a lot of effects are there any
1: shows right now that, that you watch that, that you enjoy?
0: Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned Mandalorian. I have, I have been enjoying that. Love, love um, that show. Love that yeah, show. Yeah. I, uh, I can't claim to be like a huge Star Wars fan, but I, I have, yeah. I have really enjoyed watching that. And, uh, no, this brought this
1: brought yeah. Star Wars back to to its original base, where it was more about you know samurai and cowboy and being in the outskirts right. and not really knowing what's going on and sci fantasy more than sci fiction.
0: Right, a real real western vibe. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Have, have you really have you enjoyed the writing with that film?
0: I have. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think I like. Obviously, there is a, a story arc, but it is it, it's cool how episodic it is and how you yeah, just, I you know you get these different stories every every episode.
1: It's amazing that they're getting the first episode was directed by a man. Um, second episode was directed by uh, a woman. Third episode directed by a woman. Fourth episode directed by a man. So they've been switching mm-hmm. off between men and women. It, it's It's amazing to see how many changes have happened in such a short period of time in filmmaking? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you, when you yeah. watch films like Star Wars, I mean, I know you say you're not a gigantic Star Wars fan, but can you see it now in, in the Star Wars world that it, it that it is different, that it that it does get that different feel?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, yeah, obviously, you went, once you finally see the credits at the end, you yeah, you definitely catch on to that. And and then just even in the casting, I mean, was it the, the fifth episode saying, like, Amy Cerberus? Yeah. Like, I never... No, you, know, you know, you watch Strangers <laughs> with Candy, and you never would have thought that you would see her. Oh, she's, so, <laughs> she's yeah, great. I mean, she's great. Yeah, she's,
1: yeah she's a brilliant comedian. I love her to death with her fuzzy head on that, sh- on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, Did it you... took me a bit to figure out it was her. Yeah, she they, oh, they changed her up a lot. As
1: soon as I saw her two front teeth, I knew exactly who it was. Because you can't <laughs> you can not fake those her yeah. two front teeth. They're they're just amazing. I also <laughs> loved her in the, the the uh the incredible Kimmy Schmidt. I mean she was amazing on that show. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I'm a huge office fan. I've probably rewatched The Office like ten times.
1: And so oh, yeah, I love seeing
0: you. seeing like her Ellie Kemper start there. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. The, uh, her, oh the, Ellie, Ellie was Kemper was, on
1: that show. Ellie Kemper is is actually one of my favorite comedians in the entire planet Earth. I, I mean, I, I've been yeah. in love with her for a long time. Oh yeah, Ellie Kemper is. The only time I've ever been insulted was watching her. Uh, <laughs> this is going to sound horrible, but at the end of Twenty One Jump Street, she makes love to uh, to one of the main cast guy. whoever is Tatum. And It is the only time I ever hurt my feelings when I'm watching a film. I'm like, no, (laughs) not Channing. No, no, come on. You're so innocent and sweet. No. But that show. She plays that that character really well. She She does. Yeah, she she did that in Bridesmaids. She was incredible in that. Uh, In The Office, she's incredible in The Office. The way she plays just duplicity and playing stupid the way she does is just really amazing you know you've been working on these films now what, what are you looking forward to working on in, in, in your next level your next level of of of, of creativity
0: um yeah i mean I, I feel like obviously like like we've been saying there's just a big swing towards like making ma- you know making your film socially relevant and right and making it you know a, a broader audience and i i mean i just yeah i would love to like be given the opportunity to work more on that i've i've uh I've been very fortunate. I've started editing trailers for Array, which is Ava DuVernay's uh, like releasing company. And wow. They do. Uh, they they have these like small independent films, and and it, it's not it's not films she wrote or directed, but that you know they've they've uh, they've bought the rights to, and then they're distributing through Netflix or theaters. And uh, it, it's been like really really great working with them, just to see like how how inspirational each story is, and how you know it's it's usually a female director or a person of color, and it's it's right. really. It's like, it's really like all the stories are just so strong and and yeah, like just really tell this, like show this powerful image on screen.
1: I, you know, I cannot believe how much media is out there these days. You know, how many films oh, are yeah. out there now, how many things that, thank God, we get to watch all the time. Things that would never have been released maybe 15, 20 years ago when Columbia Universal, Paramount and, and Warner Brothers would only release their 10 pictures. It's really nice yeah. to see that, that we can watch Things like The Lighthouse, which is a really strange film. It's going to catch you completely off yeah. guard, but I know for a fact you're going to like it. But it's no, one no, of those no, things no. of like, yeah, the, just thank God we can watch some different films that
0: are just like
1: strange and really tap right. into the yeah. imagination.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know I know. there's a lot of complaints with how there is just so much out there that you just can't watch it all. And, right. But yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, with your Netflixes and Amazons and Hulus and all that, like just – there's so much stuff that we wouldn't have seen 20, right. 20 30 years ago. And so, yeah, to have that and out so now is,
1: people,
0: is really and So special. many people
1: wouldn't have had chances. I, I, Scotty, I, I do believe that one of the chances that people have been able to see your light, your creativity, your ability to do what you do is because there are so many opportunities out there for editors and what have you, especially su- successful and really skilled ones like yourself. Because yeah. there's so much more media out there right now. There's more media yeah, out there than I think there's good editors.
0: Right, right. I mean, yeah, you're, you're totally right. I mean, it just you can't keep up with all the, the the footage that's being shot out there. And I mean, it's but it is. It's truly it is a blessing that yeah that I have the opportunity to to cut su- such a variety of the yeah. media that's out there.
1: Well, that's great. So, Scotty how can we get in touch with you how can we reach out to you through social media through through uh is there an email is there any way we can reach you what what is it
0: uh yeah my uh my instagram is simile films it's s i m i l e and uh and yeah my website as well as um simile productions s i m i l e productions dot com and that uh that just has yeah all my all my work on there all my trailers and promos and teasers and then of course like the shorts and features we've worked on and um, yeah, like my contact information can be found through there, and then we also have uh, alienguytim.com and alienguytim on Instagram, which is if you want a, a good laugh, um, that's a, and you can also keep track of all our, our festival run and whatnot. That's a really good, good place to follow. Well, how how long are you gonna go
1: for this festival run for Alien Guy Tim?
0: We've we've heard from about half the the film festivals we've submitted to, and that I think you know some of the the last ones we hear from it'll, it'll, it'll still be like fall or winter of 2020. So it's still going on for a while and we're going to, yeah, I mean, keep, keep riding it. But of course, uh, you know, as you know, I I don't, I don't like to be complacent. So we're, we'll uh, keep creating more, more content and coming up with new ideas for the next film. So, well,
1: let me ask you a question. If you were going to go back to maybe a younger self of yours, that was, Mm -hmm. you know, not as confident, is there any advice you'd give that person? I mean, just clear-cut advice of of how they can make it in this world, or or what what to think during this period of, during this period of time. Let's just say they're they're fifteen. They want to come out, out to L A. They're in North Carolina. Right. They don't even know how to start. <clears throat> uh, is there anything they should be thinking? Anything they should be working on? Anything they should be focusing on? That 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 is in your mind?
0: I think just had, yeah, I mean, just create, like, constantly. Um, I think that was always, that was a big motivator for me. And just that, even if, even if there was no work going on, because there were definitely, I mean, obviously, you know, we've been talking about the, you know, luckily, the success I've had, but also, I mean, there were, there were years where I, you know, started applying to work at an Apple store. And, you know, I was like, you know, doing, working at some of these editing gigs that were just not fun at all, like doing host reels for people trying to become TV hosts. And, um, so I feel like yeah you just got to like keep keep working at it all the time because I when I was doing that stuff I was still like I, you know my friends and I would go I don't know we'd go to San Diego and I'd have footage right. of that and I'd cut I cut some like fun video of us there and and so it's just it's just like practicing all the time that your are crafting. it doesn't have should to that, be editing obviously should, should that
1: person be positive? Should they be concerned? Should they be scared? How should they feel about this this turnpile in their mind? as they're thinking about the future of their lives. I mean, I understand from, from, from you, one of the things that you have is a very cool head and it's carried you over quite a long way Would well, that serves okay. a, a young person who's creative well as well and communication. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the problem. Cause it is artists, you know, it's, it's so subjective and it's so, it is so difficult to like, to, to get, I don't know. You feel like you're getting it right, and especially, especially when you start working with clients. You know, you're working with directors. Yeah, it's so easy to take it to heart and to get really offended by it. And I think you have to. You have to be able to step back from that. And that's like, that's a big part. And, and take notes. I mean, you know, even if you're just making a little show with your friends, like you know, collaborate with them and see what they want because what you like is not always what everybody else likes. And you right. just gotta, you gotta find that fine line sometimes.
1: How do you feel about? Kindness and friendliness in Hollywood, because with communication, people only want mm-hmm. to work with people that are likable and are friendly and they want to continue to come to. And you have right. so many people that are running to you. Uh, what is that answer to that? Is, is that the right answer? Is that the right issue?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of joke sometimes, you, like you're saying, with an editor, especially, you know, you think of like a big feature and you know, you have, you have an editor working on it for months and months on end. And it's, it's obviously your, your talent and your creativity and your ability are very important. And also your like technical proficiency in this day and age. But I think, I think it's also, yeah, it's just, are you willing to sit in like a dark room with this person for months on end? Right. Well, like, will you guys not kill each other by the end of this or, <laughs> or halfway through it? And I think that's so, and that's not even just for editing, you know, I mean, that's for anything. Like I know, on that's for anything. I'm not as on set that much, but I know on set, yeah, I mean, you know, heads can get hot and it can get, can get pretty rough. And so you just gotta, yeah, I think, I think that's such a huge part of the industry. And I, I think I learned early on was that, yeah, you know, like as long as, as long as the people you're working with are like good people and, you can you can sit in this room with them and collaborate. Well, that's one of the
1: reasons why I wanted to bring you on here, because all the people that I found throughout my life that have been successful have been like you. People who can differentiate between good and bad, cranky or ornery. Uh, they, They go along with the flow. They do their work. They're happy people. People want to work with them. They're charismatic as well as hardworking and quiet when they need to be. So you have all mm-hmm. those qualities of being an, uh, yeah, well, a, a brilliant you. artist. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here to to, to see how your mind clicked. So maybe that might help out somebody else's mind click as well in the future.
0: Well, I hope it did. I mean, I I know it's very hard for me to put into words sometimes just how it works. And, no, uh,
1: you were extremely articulate. There was no hiccup there. You were very clear about how you felt about the editing process and about uh, the creative process.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, and obviously it works different for everyone. And, uh, but I think, you know, editors I've known in the past too. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're told like, hey, hey, we want to change this. If your first instinct is to say, no, we can't, or, or I, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I don't know how long you're going to make it because you gotta, you've gotta be willing to collaborate. And, and as right. an editor, you're like the last, you're the last line. So it's like the director or writer has had this idea in, in their minds for a long time. So you either got to prove to them that it doesn't work or, or show them that you can make it work.
1: Right. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you so much for being on the air with us. Today. Thank you. We, we, we've been really looking forward to it. You know, you're, you're a wonderful, wonderful person. We loved having you on. God bless you. And we hope you have a fantastic, fantastic Christmas.
0: Thank you. You too. No, I, I really appreciate it, Steve. And obviously it's been, it's been great getting to know each other more and more over this film and whatnot. So thank you.
1: No, I, I appreciate that as well. I, I agree with you. You know, it's, you know, when you first meet people, it's very difficult to kind of kind of get a vibe off of them. But it just takes a little bit of time sometimes with 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 kind of rough people or you know people in the mix, to, to, like myself. <laughs> you know, when you, when you when you get to know them at the beginning, so it's, it's a little it's a little rough. But the, but the, I, I found to meet you was a pleasure. I think you're an extremely hard worker. I love what you do. The connections you. that you the connections you've made are obviously the, the right connections. Um the the work that you did on our film was magnificent. So oh, I can only so say much. I can only say positive things about you and uh I, I appreciate all that you do.
0: I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's it's uh, it's a real honor.
1: Thank you, Scotty. You have yourself a, a great weekend and, and please have a great Christmas or, or or uh Hanukkah. Okay?
0: Thank you. You too. Yeah, enjoy the holidays. Thank you, my friend. Happy holidays, everybody. That was Scotty, everybody. We love Scotty.
1: All right, we're bringing on Brittany right now. Oh, is Brittany on the air? Brittany. Hi. Hello. Hi, Brittany. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Can you do me a favor and pronounce your last name? Because I pronounced it earlier today. I want to see if I'm right.
2: (laughs) Um, Hawin. Hawin. Yes. So uh, like
1: huh. when like I'm winning. Like, yeah, Ha Wen. Yeah, because yeah. I knew somebody with because you're obviously Vietnamese. I, mm-hmm. I work with somebody. I work with somebody who had the same last name, and we call him Nguyen. New, New so it was yeah, when it I kind saw that. Yeah, it's
2: very. Yeah, everyone yes. says it differently.
1: So it's Han Nguyen. Yeah, Han Wen.
2: I say Han Wen. I kind of just like go with the easier for people.
1: <laughs> no no no, I don't okay. want I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the Guaylo or the Gaijin. Uh I'm half Asian like like you know. So how do you say it again? Howin. Got it. I'll never make that mistake yeah. again. Howin.
2: Okay. So it's pretty it was
1: pretty, you know, I met you at Sholo Film Festival. Everybody loved your film One Last Dance, uh hardened criminals around me. <laughs> no, hardened filmmakers around me were crying. So, so yeah. please tell me a little bit about your film, One Last Dance that was shown at the Sholo Film Festival but it was also shown at other festivals as well.
2: Mhm. Um, so One Last Dance is a music video. Um, it's a song by us, the duo. Um, and it's a love story between... It's, a, it's based on a real story. Um, it's a love story between a guy and a girl who met at a dance and um, basically, their entire life, um, they, like, danced through life together, basically. And then right. at the end, um, she passed away. And then 39 hours later, he passed away. So it's kind of like a real-life notebook. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah, and, and, it was
1: done, it was, and it was done with music. And it was not your, your, your regular VH1 MTV music video. It was more like a you know, a, a video of your life, because it, mm-hmm. there were, it, it wasn't, it wasn't actors on a screen. It was, it was profiles. They were mm-hmm. continuing on from one screen to the next screen to the next screen. There were showing progressions mm-hmm. of the story as you went along. How did, how did you film that?
2: Um, it was hard. Um, but we basically filmed, um, on two separate days and in the video, it's silhouettes dancing, like, on a on a wall, right. basically. Um, so, the first weekend, I went into a dance studio with my cinematographer and uh, my choreographer and the two dancers, and we just lit the studio, um, mm-hmm. and then we filmed the dance, and um, we filmed kind of all of the exterior shots of, like, the pretend shots of them getting married and stuff, and then I went home, and um, I put it in to edit and I crushed, crushed all the blocks so that they would, like, they would look like silhouettes um, and then I took that video and I projected it um, onto a wall the next weekend
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, so we projected that onto a wall and kind of built a set around it and then we filmed okay. that second half um, with the set and the silhouetted dancers um, in one take so it was like a 17 hour day in my garage. Um, a my 17 garage. hour
1: day in your in your garage?
2: Yeah, in my parents' garage.
1: In so your parents', parents God, garage? It's still yeah. your garage. We we understand how that works.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um, your your parents were your, the... your parents were very sweet. They were they were at the ceremony for your, for your award ceremony. Uh, yeah, they excited. You know, now let's let's get to that a little later on because that that's super yeah. sweet. Uh, but mm-hmm. but so you're you're showing the film you're making the film in, in your your family you uh, <laughs> garage and it's going side by side it's an 18 hour day how is that mm-hmm. working out for you I mean you, you're in Arizona right now
2: yeah. uh, were you yeah. born in Arizona no I was born in California but I moved to Arizona in third grade so I basically okay. yeah I've been here since. And... <laughs> Is know, that
1: what, is, 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 we'll I what was now. wondering why your phone number was the way it was. So I'm like, um, what? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you worked, you worked extremely hard on this and, and, and you know, we're, we're both Asian. I, I thought it was so cute when I came up to you and I mentioned how you made everybody cry and you're like, really? That's nice. <laughs> that's, that's really nice. I'm like, wow, that's so Asian. Wow. That's so Asian, dude. Like, did I, did I break your heart? Did I hurt your feelings? Did you cry? Really? Yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my like gosh. oh, come on, man. Yeah, because a lot of people were, were, were just crushed by your film. And there was, so, there, was op- there was opioid addiction. There was death with family. like A, a mother died, and the, the daughter's addicted to opium, and she's seen her mom in the afterlife. And then you make that film, and then everybody just starts crying. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is happening? I look over at my partner and he's just tearing up and just crying. He's like, yeah, I cry. And I'm like, well, I wasn't asking <laughs> any questions. And then I ask did him, you you're like, cry? oh, really? No, I, I did not cry. I, I, I knew I I didn't cry, you know, and I will tell you exactly why. Um, I, I knew exactly what you were going for, and for that, I need privacy. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like I love crying to music videos and, and to anything. Uh-huh. I love it. Uh-huh. But if if it's going to be intentional, I need to kind of cry in it, kind of like Spider Man dying in Avengers. Uh-huh. Like I didn't yeah. like or, or 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 like Iron Man. Like I didn't cry in the theater because everybody expected me. To cry. I yeah, cry when I got. Okay. I cried when I got home.
2: Okay, that's fair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, have you have you gotten this response a lot from your film?
2: Uh yeah, actually I have um yeah, most people cry. I don't really know what to do about it. By the way, that's um, a very
1: Asian answer as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of people cry. Yeah. Mhm. I make yeah. a lot of people wonder why where their life has gone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I guess I don't know. It's weird cuz like because I worked on it, I knew how it ended and everything, like I didn't cry at all. So Right. I think it's never like
1: not even once.
2: No. No, I, uh, wow, I don't know, maybe I just don't have a heart or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't have a heart. You just made it. That's all. You have no heart, but you just um, made it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's, it still catches me off guard when people cry. Um, and I don't really know what to do about it because I'm not very like, I would say I'm not emotional, but that's a lie because I've cried like that's a every lie. Day, semester of school. Come on. Yeah, I've, met, sure. <laughs> I've met
1: you. You're emotional. Come on.
2: <laughs> um but yeah, most of the time people do cry. So I yeah. Yeah.
1: Now I saw a lot of people crowding at you at the Sholo Film Festival. What, what what questions were they asking you? Were there was it was there like a common question people were asking you?
2: Um, a lot of it was how did I make it? Really? Um yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, that was it was a lot of like, oh, like you did a really good job. How did you do it? Um, how did you like come up with the idea to do something like that? Um, hmm. Yeah. So
1: typical questions. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. You know, was was this a, a class project? Because I, I know you're going to. Are you going to film school right now, or what are you taking I, right now yeah. in college? You are. Um, I'm so a film was, was major. It,
2: I'm a senior.
1: Yeah. So you're a film major.
2: hmm
1: and, and what is your major in film?
2: Um, my emphasis is in production. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Is is that what you want to do? You want to go ahead and produce?
2: Um, honestly, I'm trying to figure it out right now. I'm, I really love directing and then I really love production designing. So it's between the two of those.
1: I find it very hard to believe that you're not going to direct. I, I, I'm, you know, I don't even know why I asked you that question. I'll be honest with you. I find it very hard to believe that you're not going to be directing films and Star Wars episodes in the future. But let's go, let's, oh. go, let's go, let's go, let's go back a little bit. So, you know, you show your film. You're 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 the youngest person there, without a doubt, with your mm-hmm. friend who, who is wonderful, and you're, you're, <laughs> yes, you're showing. your awesome. film. And, and, yeah, she's she is wonderful, and and, and you <laughs> you, ha- you you have to leave your own filming soon because you have to do something. It's incredible. And then the next time I see you is at a mixer. And the next mm-hmm. time I see you is at your award show. I wanted mm-hmm. to come up to you and say hello, but I, I didn't want it. seemed like there was a very kind of quiet moment going on there. I wanted you to enjoy your family on that. Ser- mm-hmm. I understand what it's like to be Asian in a very tight situation where you really want to win. <laughs> you, do, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. like, like I just want to pass my SITs. Like, can you just leave me alone right now? Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I right that that was the right situation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I figured as much <laughs> Yeah I was so nervous You look like so nervous
3: chasing. Yeah
1: Yeah, I was, you didn't make like, eye contact yeah. with anybody I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not going to nope. go up there and say hello I was going to was gonna say hello <laughs> to your parents I'm like, nope I'm going to leave this person alone
2: <laughs> I know, I got there and I sat down And like, my parents and my friends Was trying to talk to me And I was like, I, I literally, I can't look at anyone I couldn't yeah. eat my food, I couldn't drink anything I was just
1: like, yeah. Was- <laughs> you were just frozen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you from far away. I'm like, I'm going to go say hello to her. You know what? I'm not going to go say hello to her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. no, wor- no worries. I saw th- I'm saw. i Asian. I saw the worry on your face, and I'm like, oh, I see. I know that face. <laughs> I know that face. I'm going to back off. <laughs> but, but you won. You won. You it won. Did. How did you, yeah. how did you feel once you won? Um and cool. let me let me add genuinely. I mean you you won genuinely. Cuz I saw some people win just because they were there, just because mm-hmm. it worked out well for their favor or because somebody mm-hmm. else was producing that film. I saw a lot of a lot of weird winnings, but yours was
2: mm-hmm.
1: one of the, one of the winnings that everybody was like, yep. Yep. Oh. Without a doubt.
2: Um yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I kind of everything's kind of just a blur i was just like oh that's cool and i was in heels and i never wear heels i'm like yeah. a converse girl like every single day i just wear converse um yeah. so most of the time when i was walking up there I was With like, beanie I, I just can't fall
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i saw you the day where you were showing your film and then i saw you uh-huh. those other two nights you're 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 really dressed up i saw your friend yeah. try to take you take you away kind of fast and i'm like that. I don't think you're used to walking in those shoes. I think you're going to fall over pretty soon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I asked my friend, I was like, do you think I can wear Converse with this dress? And she was like, no, that dress is way too pretty to wear Converse. Like, (laughs) you you need to wear heels on.
1: I thought it would have been awesome. If you were to wear Converse, yeah. that would have been awesome. So, <laughs> where, where,
3: where,
1: have you, so you're you're still, you're your senior year of college. You're going through finals right now. Thank you so much for being on the air, by the way. I know yeah, I know course. how much of a struggle this was for you. Um, but how was it? How was it like right now? Whether you're, when you're on your finals, everybody's giving you your your hurrah. You're feeling your hurrah. Where to? Mm-hmm. Where you next? Where Where does your mind go?
2: Um. Honestly, I have no idea. I've been, Hmm. um, this semester was just, like, so crazy because I was working on a film, um, and that kind of just consumed my entire life. But now that I, I only have one semester left, so now I have to, like, think about it. And I've been looking at internships and stuff, um, so I'm not going to say the internships that I'm applying for, just, like, like, you know, I don't want to, like, bad I don't know I don't no,
1: no you you, you don't want to put any bad energy out there, just just let it let yeah. it wing itself. you know what i'm saying but yeah. are 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 they out in l a
2: am I gonna head out to l a
1: yeah,
2: is that what you said um mm-hmm. i could i I keep telling everyone that I'm gonna just keep my options open, so wherever I can find a job that I'm like excited about and i'm happy. best
1: advice in the world
2: oh, like,
1: huh best advice we we spoke about this before best advice in the world. Keep your options open because you asked yeah. me should I move to L.A. and I'm like it depends. It depends on what yeah. you want. Do you want Do you mm-hmm. want New York? Do you want L.A. And the one thing I told you is is you really can't ask anybody's opinion because their opinion is based upon their life experience.
2: hmm Yeah. So exactly. so what is your
1: yeah. what is your idea?
2: Uh, of where I could go, or
1: yeah, where you can go. Where you move. as your mind changed at all, or or influences coming in.
2: Um, no, not really. I've, I haven't been asking many people like what I should do. Um, sometimes I'll like have a conversation, but I never really asked like, where should I go? Um, and as of right now, I'm kind of like after a conversation and like after other conversations that I've had with professors and stuff, I'm just like, I'll go anywhere. Um, I really love traveling and stuff. So, um, I don't know, wherever life takes me, I'll go and I'll, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not dead set on New York. I'm not dead set on LA. Like if I get to go to either of those places, awesome. Right. If I end up in like Albuquerque, that's cool too. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I'm not. Are,
1: are you, are you, are you working on, pro, cause I, I saw your FaceTime that you were doing during the show, uh, during the, um not the award ceremony, but the meet and greet. So your your other mm-hmm. friends are, are in the film industry as well. So they're working in, in film school as well. How happy are they for mm-hmm. you that you've made this leap? Um,
2: they are really happy and I'm so lucky that I have really supportive friends that aren't like, Oh, you won? Great, whatever. Better, and like they're fake better, better happy. Riches? They're like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely yeah. like really happy and
1: they're I not like all salty. Like,
2: no, they're super, super happy for me. And I like, nice. when I got back to school on Monday, they all just like came and gave me a hug. They're like, we're so proud of you. Um, So that was super nice. Yeah. I you awesome know,
1: friends. I, I, I want to go back to your friends, but first I want to talk about your parents just w- one more time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Coming from,
1: coming from Asian parents, you know, and the expectations they have from us, especially first generation. And I don't know if you're first generation American, but I'm first generation American. How much, how much, was there any pressure on you to do something else or, or, are your parents fully behind you on what you want to do for the rest of your life?
2: Um, no, I was really, really lucky. They were fully behind me. Super, super supportive. Um, wow. Great. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think at first, cause I always told them growing up, I was like, I'm going to be in the arts. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to be in the arts. Um, I just can't like see myself anywhere else. Um, right. And so when it it was time for me to apply for college, I didn't know what I was going to do. And they were like, well, like, whatever you choose, we'll be here for you. And, like, my first two years of college were really slow. I didn't really have, like, a lot of film friends. I didn't really do a lot of film stuff. And then my junior year just picked up, and they've – been like super supportive, really understanding. Um, whenever I have to go on shoots like during the weekend and stuff, and right. um, if I'm on campus late at night, because there are some nights where I don't get home until like five o'clock in the morning, my dad's leaving for work and I'm coming home. and He's like, Where are you? And I'm like, I was like, As if filming or like editing. Uh, but they're really supportive, and I think they're mostly just worried that I'm not getting enough sleep, and I'm not, but it's okay. I can sleep over Christmas break. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, that is so Asian I keep on saying that But th- th- that is the craziest thing I've ever That is so much the way we think Because, you know, when you look at the Vietnamese They work extremely hard You know, the Asians, we work extremely Hard at what we do
3: mm-hmm.
1: So what you're saying to me yeah. is just making It's just making me laugh It sounds like the way I talk to my parents They're like, are you crazy? It's like, isn't this part of our blood? Like, we just work hard, I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Have you Have you felt that 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 like your upswing from from our our nationalities have, have somehow given you uh, an, an upper edge? Let's just say like other Asians, like Indians, or you know, uh, like from other other parts of like Southeast Asia. Do Do you think that somehow that's helped you out with your creativity or with your get go attitude?
2: Uh, oof, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. I think I'm just naturally, like, a very competitive person. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And, like, my high school that I went to was very competitive. Um, and it's kind of for me just, like, proving to myself that I can do something. And if someone tells me I can't do something, I'll do it. Like, just to prove them wrong.
1: You can't make a Star Wars film. I'll see you making a Star Wars film. I hope that's true. Oh my God, I hope that's that true. So cool. that. that would be cool. That would be awesome. There's no way you're not gonna make it all the way to the top. I'll be I'll be getting you on this <laughs> radio interview until you're 50. Trust me. Don't don't worry about it. I'll be trying to buy your time for until you're old, old and gray. You'll be successful. Don't worry about it.
3: Oh, you,
1: you, there's, I hope. There, go ahead.
3: Huh?
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying?
3: Oh no, I said I hope that would be no. cool.
1: <laughs> no, you know there. There, you know I'll tell you what. You know there's a lot of media out there. There's a lot of. Uh, necessary components for people to be successful and there's a lot of things out there that people need and at your age and what i saw and from what the way you portrayed yourself at least at those stages what i saw was a very rich up-and-comer somebody that absolutely absolutely can fit the field of what we need from not not just female directors but directors in in just in general a kind Mm -hmm. attitude friendly talkative, at least talkative to the point where they can talk about their own project, willing to Mm -hmm. listen, working hard, and really makes you feel something, which is really important when you're watching a project. You want to feel something. And when you don't, you feel shortchanged.
2: Yeah. uh, I don't, I'm not very good with compliments, (laughs) but thank you.
1: (laughs) Sure. Sure, I I didn't. I didn't think you were good with compliments, so don't worry about it. (laughs) I was
2: literally just sitting in my car, like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Nothing, nothing. Just, just take it and
1: just say thank you, and just, just be successful. Just be successful. So your friends are obviously in film school right now. Do you have any films right now that are, or friends right now that are just like also breaking the bubble as well, and, and are. Are there future projects as we speak?
2: Yeah, um, all of my friends are crazy talented. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. I have a friend. His name is Ryan Brennan. Um, he has what's a his film name? That Ryan Brennan.
1: Ryan Brennan.
2: Yes. Um, okay. He has a film that is um, he submitted to a festival, and he won that so like wow. that's really cool and he's just super creative and like awesome um Caleb Davidson he's a freaking awesome DP like I don't know he's the go-to DP at school everyone is always like hey can you help me out um right. and then obviously Micah you met Micah um oh yeah oh yeah she's going she's places great too. Yeah. yeah oh
1: no there's no there's no doubt in my mind that that girl has got a very very bright future. She's got, yeah. a, she's got an she's, excellent personality and a hardworking personality mm-hmm.
4: too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, she just finished, she was in directing class this semester and, um, she had a 15 page script, which I told her, I was like, Micah, you're crazy. How are you going to do this? And she was like, we're going to do it, Bernie. Like, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. And that's exactly what I said about my directing film, um, last year when I did it. Um, And she's, yeah, she did an amazing job and we did it and it was exhausting, but like so fun. Um, Nice.
1: Was that that recently?
2: Yeah, it was this semester. So we just finished. Nice. um, She just finished editing and stuff, but I think we're going to do a few reshoots for it. Um, But it's a great, great concept and she definitely thought it out um, a lot. So, yeah, very talented.
1: Any other friends, you know, these, these sound like the kind of people we want to stay in connection with. So you, you have mm-hmm. these friends and they, they all FaceTimed you during, during, your, during your award. And it's, it's really beautiful to see yeah. all these friends coming together and, and congratulating you and wanting to be part of what you're part of and, and really being happy for you. Because there's a lot of salty people out there that just don't, yeah. you know, it's, it's not the matter that they win. It's the matter that you fail. And, and by the way, that's one philosophy that I just don't like. People use that mm-hmm. a lot. There's like it doesn't matter that I win; it matters that you fail. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when you hear that from people that you know are like you know you know boomers,
3: <laughs> what do you what you,
1: you you know what I'm saying? Like we know what we're yeah. talking about. You know what I mean? Like like dude, why don't you why don't you retire, bro? What are we yeah. saying to that
4: person?
2: Um, that's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who were like all supportive of each other and we want everyone to do the best that they possibly can. So if someone has like the craziest wildest idea, like we don't care. It's for us. It's all about making their vision come to life. Even if that's like only getting two hours of sleep or like waking up at four o'clock in the morning to drive to Flagstaff um, and then filming for like three hours of driving home, you know, like it's, all for us, it's about, like, helping each other succeed because we, you know, we know how much we, like, I know how much I want it. So right. I want everyone else to be able to How much? How much, and, like,
1: how much do you want it?
2: I want it pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm working my butt off over here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, and I know all my friends are the exact same and, like, I don't know. I don't ever want to see anyone fail because I know what it's like to, like, just have a project that you're not proud of and, like, kind of, like, put your whole entire soul into it and then the end result isn't what you expect um, and you're not super proud of it and, like, it's the worst feeling ever and, like, I don't know. It's not necessarily about, like, winning the awards and stuff, but it's, like, if you're proud of it, that's the biggest win. But if you're not proud of it, like... I don't
1: know. Let me ask you a question. As as a young director and a young writer and a young producer, how how important is communication in your work?
2: Oh, my gosh. It is crazy, crazy important. Um, I think that's, like, the biggest thing that irritates me when I – when i'm working with someone and they don't like communicate with me and i feel bad because i know like there was one day that you chatted me and i didn't respond because it was just like so crazy hectic and i feel so bad but like um i don't know communication is key like you can't really get anything done if you're not communicating with each other and like um even if like you're gonna be a couple minutes late to set like i'd rather let you right like i'd rather know that than be waiting on you and wondering like oh do they actually know when like their call time is or like what they're supposed to be doing and stuff so yeah communication is a huge thing and like I tell everyone who is on my set that um that's like the biggest thing for me uh because yeah. I I don't know I'm I'm definitely that director that will like text people a lot and be like hey so like this is happening and this is happening this is happening and we're gonna be here and here and like I don't know. It's just a, you know, time of money, and it's like nice enough that everyone's helping me. So the, the least I can do is communicate with them, um, yeah, and to get that in return.
1: How how important. important is is it to you that the actors and the people involved are happy?
2: Uh, very important. Oh my goodness, so important. I hate like, I don't know. Like, I the film that I did for this semester was long days it was a four shoot day mm-hmm. situation um one yeah. day was like a 14 hour day and confined in a space where like there were no windows so we didn't see the sunrise and we didn't see the sunset um and i don't know like if no one was having fun it just would have been like awful and just no one everyone would have wanted to like you know half-ass their job basically um sure. And I don't know. It's it's just important that everyone is happy because like I would hate for someone to be like, oh, I had the worst time on the set. I don't really know if I want to do film anymore because I had such a bad you know <laughs> Right? Like, yes. Day, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's super important, and also it's yeah. important to feed everyone on set. I'm a huge food person, so like <laughs> oh, I. <I'd>...
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm a big food yeah. person too. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, I know. You know, I, I've been working in Hollywood for for forever, and the one thing I can always say is I love craft services.
3: Oh yeah,
1: I worked yeah I worked with Snoop Dogg, and the craft services okay. were, were were off the chart. I just met a fr- really? I just met up with a friend. Yeah, my 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 friend from from where I worked with on that show. He's going to be on the radio show in a couple weeks, but mm-hmm. uh, I just I just caught up with him. But that was some of the best food on the planet Earth, and then I—so jealous. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to work forever. I didn't care. It's like, (laughs) do wherever you want me to stand, I'll stand there. I got roast beef in my tummy. I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Like, I think there were like, like I think I had like tom Young gung from like Indonesia, like Thailand. I was like, what what the the hell? hell. It was it was cool. It was an all black crew with all white workers as far as like cookers and then the managerial skill as far as location mm-hmm. managers. So these cookers okay. they would just cook anything you wanted. You want roast beef, oh they cook gosh. roast beef. You want like grilled cheese, you want grilled cheese. It was it was like a stoner's dream.
2: That is awesome. Dang. Oh.
1: It was my, one done. of my favorite
2: well, <laughs> On our sets because we're all broke college students. It's like Oreos and Goldfish <laughs> and like shit. It is not beef. but maybe one day I'll get to that point.
1: <laughs> you, I, I have zero doubt that you will get to that point, and I can't wait to. See, and I hope you come back on the radio show when you come when you when when you do, and then we can further yeah. talk about how how that was ridiculous of you. Maybe you'll be doing <laughs> commercials out here, maybe in New York. So so. Yeah. You're you're obviously you know really great with with the filmmaking. Have you ever thought about doing commercials as well, like commercial work?
2: Um. Yes, I have. Um. I work at school. Um. I do. It's called GCU TV, so that's like the. Mm-hmm. What I yeah what I work for, and we do it's like a lot of. Your, her, like,
1: it's your public show, right?
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's so like we do like little show segments for like students um, sure. to watch stuff, and then there's like a bunch of like commercial type things. So I've gotten to do a couple of commercial type shoots and stuff. Um, right. But I don't know. My heart, I feel like my heart is more still towards like the narrative side of film. Mm. Um, yeah. That makes but, sense. I mean, I wouldn't say no to commercial shoots if like I got the opportunity to do it, like why wouldn't I take it, you know? Right. Um, but I, I really love doing short films and like narratives, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
1: Well, you're, you're a student of 2020. So you're graduating this year. So Mm -hmm. how does your, how do how do your parents feel? How did your family feel about the next step of your, of your journey?
2: Uh, I make a lot of jokes in our group chat. Like I just sent my family um,
1: <laughs> yesterday
2: my demo reel. You're, hor- you're
1: horrible <laughs> for doing that, by the way. I, I know exactly what you just did, and you're horrible for doing well, that. But please continue.
2: Um, well, I send my parents and my sister a lot of, um, like, the work that I do. So I sent them a demo reel that I did for class so <laughs> we needed to have one. Um, and underneath I was like, hello, can someone hire me? And, like, we just, I just make those jokes a lot because, obviously, like, the film industry is very competitive. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what the question was, but, basically, I think we're all a little, like, we know that, um, it'll be okay. A lot of praying, a lot of, like, God, just help me. Um, <laughs> And kind of like. Meeting, oh, you know, I've like, I've never
1: I've never ever done that. I've never <laughs> ever prayed to God like, please God, please, please. Like I've never That's done that God. ever.
3: God. Really? <laughs> no, I've done that a million oh times.
1: <laughs> please, <laughs> please God, please. Like I'll never, yeah. whatever it is. Like I'll, I'll give up this. I'll give up cars. <laughs> I don't. I, I just give me it, please. God, help me out. Um,
2: Yeah, but I think my parents are very much like, hey, like, do whatever you need to do. Um, If you need to move, I know, like, that's hard because I stayed at home in college. I I didn't, like, move on to campus, but
1: um, so so I know, like, that'll
2: be hard. Yes, I think I am. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, your
1: parents from different Um, countries?
2: Yeah, they came from Vietnam. They were born making yeah, her.
1: Both both my parents my mother came from Japan, my father came from Sicily, and I lived okay. I lived at home I lived at home as well. So I was I was a first generation little baby. So we are the mm-hmm. first generation babies that that Yay, hurt our cool. parents a little bit.
2: <laughs> I'm not
1: I'm not going to be a doctor.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Well, here's the thing, and I always tell my parents this, I was like, I would rather not be a doctor because I wouldn't be passionate about it, and like, yeah. if I'm not passionate about it and I don't study, like, that guy's gonna die. and then I, exactly, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to put someone's life at risk because it's, I'm doing something that I don't want to do, you know?
1: Yeah. So I'd rather,
2: like, go into something that I love doing and, like, try to make an impact on the world that Absolutely. way. You don't, you know. So
1: yeah. I, it'd be one of the greatest excuses. Like, if somebody died, you'd be like, you know, I wanted to make films. So this is this is really on you.
3: this is really on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: That's why the station is dead now. But did you, did you have early did you have early desires for 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 any kind of other field other than what you're in right now, or was it always stuck on on like I'm gonna be Annie one day on Broadway?
2: Um, I. Well, when I was younger younger, I wanted to be a musician, Um, and then I remember one day I was in the car with my uncle, and he was like, there are literally so many musicians in this world. I can't keep track with any of them. And I was like, okay, I don't think I want to do that. Like, eight-year-old me, like, in a car, like, okay, all my dreams just got crushed. Um, And then (laughs) when I got to high school, um, (laughs) when I got to high school, I wanted to do theater. So I did theater, but I never got cast in anything, so I ended up doing costumes. Um, what? For all four years and,
1: that is horrible yeah. you never cast it for anything, but you always got you always got a costume,
2: yeah, so I did costumes for like all the productions <laughs> and it was really fun, but at, there was a certain point where I was like, I want to like experience what it's like on stage, so you think? I was just really annoyed, I guess, and then when it was time to choose my major for college, um it was between theater and whatever other art stuff that they did. my sister was a theater major, so I was like, oh, maybe maybe I can do that. And then I thought about well, it. So, and like,
1: sh- so your sister's in theater as well.
2: She is, yeah. She's doing great wow. things. So proud of her. Yeah, shout-out to my sister. Continue on. We'll um, talk about her later on. Huh?
1: Continue on. We'll talk about her later on.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: but,
2: <laughs> yeah, so when it was time for me to, to choose my major, I was just like, oh, I haven't had the best experience with theater in high school. And I still, I love theater. Like, I'm not crapping on it at all. It's right, so beautiful. Right. And, um,
1: it is complicated though. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of weird personalities and it's, it's a little, mm-hmm. it's a little complicated.
2: Yeah. But I don't know. So I kind of just was like, eh, I'll just choose film. And I kind of just chose film to choose it. Like I knew nothing about film. I went to college, like with zero knowledge on film. Um, Didn't know how to, work a camera or anything and right um, yeah. Now I'm here. Right. It.
1: Tell me tell me yeah. about your sister. So you 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 have an older sister who's in, in entertainment as well. Yes. What does um, she do?
2: Yes. Yeah. She right now she lives in Florida. She works at Walt Disney World. Um okay. she is in entertainment. Um I don't think I'm allowed to say anything past that.
1: <laughs> then don't say <laughs> uh, anything does she I work know, at the uh, does she, she <laughs> well, that's great does she work at the walt disney uh, uh, center over there yeah
2: so she works um at one of them so she, so
1: um, she's an in she's, she's an in home entertainer
2: yeah
1: oh so you you really yeah. can't talk about any of that stuff so she's an I don't in so. she's, yeah she, no no you can't no 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 it's against yeah. rules yeah
3: yeah, but that's cool but that's
1: I have lots of friends who are part of that that group as well. I have lots of friends who are part of that group, but please continue yeah.
2: mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, what did she say sorry? I just took a. You drink were saying of something coffee. about your
1: sister. <laughs> it's okay it's oh. okay I, you know, this is you know this is what I said earlier. A lot of actresses do not believe that they have to talk talk about for like an hour, but we're uh-huh. literally we're literally running out of time. No, no, you, I, no, no, I don't need that. But do, do, do you understand what I mean? It's like a lot of people yeah. are insecure. It's like, I don't think I can, I can talk for like a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour. Not that it lasts that long, but the, mm-hmm. the truth is that you had a lot to say. You mm-hmm. had a lot to communicate. and And mm-hmm. for a lot of people that will help them,
3: mm-hmm. you know, whether
1: you believe it or not. Uh something yeah. you said today will reflect on somebody else. It will make somebody's life a little bit easier or a little bit
3: mm-hmm.
1: live in more, you know, juxtaposition to to their life. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why, why that's why it's important to me for, for to bring you on, to listen to what you have mm-hmm. to say based upon your youth, your experiences and where you're going from here. So so your sister's an entertainer, she's out there. Is is there mm-hmm. something that she wants to do as well? Is she wanna direct, act? Uh um do some...
2: she I believe she wants to act. That's her main thing. Uh, hmm. acting, singing.
3: That's not yours. Um,
2: no. Uh I've acted in a couple of like short films, but I don't know. It's just not um yeah, it's not my thing. I can like be in front of camera Why? and be myself and like uh I think for me it's just being scarred from high school and not getting cast in anything. <laughs> oh well, really?
1: See, when I look yeah, at myself uh, on screen, I, I see an ugly son of a gun on the screen, and I want to I punch that guy in the face for being cast wrong. So that's, okay. how, I, that's how I feel every time I'm cast. I'm like, I want to punch that guy, because not only does he suck, he doesn't belong there.
3: <laughs> oh, so
1: no. I, I don't like him. So that's really how I, I, genuinely, that's how I feel, and I've been on a lot of okay. stuff. How do you mm-hmm. feel when you, when you watch yourself on screen?
2: Um, okay. Well, when it's for short films where like I have a script and I have to talk and, you know, act and whatever, um, I get kind of uncomfortable because like, I don't, I don't know, like I haven't grown up acting. Um, and like I never got cast in high school. So I was kind of just like, okay, I'm which is why I've never been cast. And that kind of just like, you
1: you know, uh, why you've never been cast, right?
2: No, I don't.
1: (laughs) It's an easy answer. (laughs) you're you're meant to lead the reason why you were encapsulated is because you're you you were not meant to follow you're meant to lead that's that's the reason why yeah because no nobody saw you as somebody who would be cooperative in what they wanted to do and they're like this person is way more of a chef than they are a a server so there's no way this person can be part of this you didn't see that before seriously
2: no 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 without no without
1: a doubt no and that's what people see in you. So that's the reason why you were turned down so many times before.
3: Mm.
1: If I was a director, I would turn you down as well. I'd be like, no, this <sighs> woman needs to be either in writing, directing, acting, maybe as a basic, so she understands mm-hmm. what other, other actors are going through, so she has empathy. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mm-hmm. put this person as an actor because this person's future is, is I'm not going to say bright, but just different. It's different in that bright area. It's Creative, mm. like, like a Tina Fey, where she could both mm-hmm. act, direct, write on the spot. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you?
2: Thank. Well, I have never thought of it like that. So you just yeah, changed re- my life. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, you'll become better yeah. at compliments because that's how that's how that's
3: <laughs> Cause that that
1: because that's how I see it is. You are way more of a Spielberg than you are of a, a Jeremy Irons. I would much rather see you behind of a camera and just take road of everything, than than be a parliamentary entry into my into my existence.
3: Well, that means a lot.
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, sure. So, go ahead.
2: <laughs> oh no, I was just gonna like keep going. And keep going, please well, um, yeah, but i actually I'm okay on camera when I get to be myself. if that makes sense hmm. so like
1: um let me ask I you what, what is what is yourself? is it like is are myself? you are you nasty on screen or are you like kind on screen- what are you on screen what um, is you?
2: I'm like just wild, I'm like crazy, and i like i am the type of person where I'm okay with looking like an idiot on camera if that's gonna make someone else laugh. You know,
1: I never, I never, I never would think that that would be you.
2: Really? No. <laughs>
1: no uh, I, don't, I definitely know that's you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I get to host for work. I get to host a show um, nice. and it's called Ask GCU. So I basically just run around campus and like I have a crew and my mic and um, a camera person and we basically just run around campus and we ask super stupid, and we ask people questions on campus, and that is, like, the most fun thing ever, and, like, when the camera starts rolling, I just, I don't know, like, I'm already kind of, like, weird, and I laugh a lot, and I am kind of loud sometimes, not all the time, <laughs> um, so, like, during that show, you just get to see, like, that side of me. so...
1: See, for all, yeah. all you, all you uh, out there who don't know what I mean by that's very Asian, is that her, her, her being cute and quiet about how her film affected other people and the fact that she just mentioned that she's loud and a little, <laughs> probably a little precocious in there as well, it goes to show you what, a real, what, what somewhat of a real personality is opposed to what we kind of hide, we kind of shift away from people we don't trust. Uh, we won't mm-hmm. show that personality skit, but we'll definitely show it in front of people we trust and that we love, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's I'm that, hilarious. I'm that person that, like, puts on a hoodie at Walmart and puts a mannequin head in my hoodie, and I just, like, run around. <laughs> you know? like, that's me. <laughs> are you, are, you're that fool? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've definitely done that before. I don't know if you're just not laughing through life. Like, you know, it just gets boring and like awful <laughs> you
1: know I, I i i i agree with you 100 and in yeah. film sets are the same way if you don't laugh if you don't, if you're not enjoying yourself i don't understand what the point of you doing it at all it, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like there, there's a reason for me to do this i want to enjoy mm-hmm. my life i want to have but and i'll be honest with you throughout all the things that i've done in my life i've enjoyed 98 percent of it that's that's a lot that's a lot so where are we going to see you next? Where, where, where? How can we get in contact with you? Where, can, where are we can see you next? Um, if we want to reach out to you, how can we reach out to you?
2: Um, probably my Instagram or my, mm, I would say my Instagram would probably okay. be best. Um, I have like a personal, but maybe not that one. Maybe you should um, make
1: a public one. Show them the public yeah, I one. Do
2: have a- uh um, my public one is just my name, Brittany Halloween. Um B R I T T A N Y H A N G Y N. Um and that's kind of I just started that one over summer and try to like post photography stuff on there, but um, hmm. I haven't really been keeping up because school gets a little bit crazy, you know? Yes.
1: Well you're done with your um, you're done with your semester this year and, and these you are a person that everybody needs uh, not unlike Scotty, Scotty, that was before you, and you met Scotty at at the film festival as well. Mm-hmm. But not unlike yes. him, you are somebody that, that people need to keep notice of. So <laughs> your Instagram is, is going to be Brittany. Hey, you're laughing because you don't get you don't get <laughs> compliments, but it, it's it, it's it, <laughs> you're making me feel like a jerk now. <laughs> but no, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but Brittany Haw uh, Howen. Uh, yeah, yeah, how can we get in co- so we got we had Instagram through Brittany Howen mm-hmm. and how is there a Twitter, is there a Facebook that, is there a fan page of yours?
2: Um no. I really am lacking on that. I I have a Twitter wow. but I really don't go on it. I don't understand Twitter actually. That's Neither
1: do I, don't worry about it. That
2: is and, true. How, how do um, I
1: see one, how do I see one last dance? I mean I I could have sworn I saw it on, on a
2: YouTube. So YouTube. YouTube, yes, I have okay. a YouTube channel that um, I haven't posted since One Last Dance, <laughs> um, really? but I do have a film. Yeah, I do have a film.
1: Should, at... should I? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but should I type in One Last Dance and it'll come up? Uh,
2: yeah, I think it might be more beneficial to just type my name in in the search bar for YouTube.
1: So Brit Britney Howen, okay, okay. Yeah. So what are mm-hmm. you gonna say?
2: Um I have I have a film that I've been working on this semester that will eventually come out. I have a couple more edits that I have to do um on it, but that'll come out soon. Well, you
1: have 2000 people listening right now, should, what what should they do? Like keep their eye on your on your uh on your page?
2: Yeah. Um probably my Instagram will be like the best bet to know more about it. Um, okay, guys, if also, you want
1: if, go ahead. Please go, huh? ahead. go ahead.
2: Oh, um, I guess my personal page isn't even that personal either. But if you look up um, Brit, B-R-I-T-T, 81898, that's, like, the Instagram that I'm, like, super, super active on. But you'll see, like, my friends and stuff on there. But it doesn't matter. It's, like, still a public page. Hey. And looking- that's,
1: my, that's, my, <laughs> that's my communication spot. You just... Ah, yeah. uh, okay. Well, okay. Well, I guess you guys are going to come in with me. As, as I've got her cell phone number, but screw you guys. Uh, but, but okay. So, so that's how we're going to get in contact with you. And, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: we to get stuff from you that we're excited about seeing.
2: I'm sorry. Can you say that again? You cut out. So
1: where, 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 where are we going to see things from you that we're, we're so excited to see new things from you? When will the new project or new thing come out that we can see?
2: Um, hopefully I'll be done by January um, because I want to start submitting it to film festivals. Um, there are just a couple of things that I need to tidy up and kind of like perfect before I'm like ready for it to come out. But I'm, it's expected to come out in January. Nice. Yes.
1: And now let me ask you a question. Have you watched any shows lately? Do you do you have any favorite shows?
2: <laughs> oh, that's a great great question. Um, honestly, I never have time to like sit down and watch. You're something.
1: killing me, man. You're killing me. You're know, like you haven't watched The Mandalorian. You haven't watched like The Good Place.
2: Oh well, no, I watched The Good Place. Like I haven't kept up with it. I oh, think it's such a great usually, show. It is a great show. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. That's kind of just mm-hmm. like takes me out of like the craziness. Um and then
4: uh,
3: Disney more similar. Plus
2: Yeah. Disney Plus helps me like go back and watch. I'm watching like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody just for like nostalgia <laughs> sake, you know? Um, I I of, train
1: one I train one of them by the way. We're good really, friends. Yeah.
2: Oh cool. Yeah. Um yeah, I've just been watching that because it's kind of like, like I've seen the episodes and it's really nice to just kind of like tap back into like
1: yeah. the
2: world of just me as a child with like nothing I agree with to you. worry about.
1: Yeah. yeah so. All the freedom while you have it before you get in, yeah. into like some other world. Let me ask you, have you been watching The Mandalorian as well?
2: No. What is that?
1: The Mandalorian?
2: Yeah.
1: On Disney Plus, really? Oh, I'm so sorry. You have to watch
2: just, it. Just okay. Just um, shoot me a message about it, and then I'll watch it. And then yeah, I'll yeah. Let
1: you know. it, it, it's yeah. the one where everybody it says Baby Yoda's in it.
2: <gasps> oh, okay, 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 okay.
1: You I've seen fall a lot of in movies. love with this. Show. It's been half females and half male directors. And if you want to watch female directors bust their asses, excuse me, but their tuxes on a Star Wars <laughs> film, you're gonna get it right there. They busted okay. and they made a brilliant show so please, please. As, a, as a female director please please watch it please okay. because you're, you're talking I about like guys will become misogynistic and dump on somebody if they screwed up star wars <laughs> I, I know for a fact they would because you know yeah. how you know how fanboys are but <laughs> these these you know what i'm saying like oh that's a yeah. woman direct she doesn't know star wars like shut up dude yeah uh, but this show has shown that it's about creativity it's about connection, mm-hmm. it's about thought, it's about pop culture, it's about so many things that mm-hmm. when, I watch, when I watched your, your movie, is what I thought was, was, was grab, gripping to me, was that this is about pop culture, this is about what everybody desires, this is grabbing mm-hmm. on to what people think, and this is making mm-hmm. people feel something that ordinarily they would not feel, and that's mm-hmm. how I see Star Wars, and that's how I saw your film as well.
2: Yay. Well thank you. Oh god. Oh god.
1: I well, didn't realize that welcome. it would
2: make people cry, honestly.
1: Neither did I, I'll be honest with you.
2: But when I heard my uh,
1: when I heard the guy next to me cry, who's my partner, I started wow. chuckling inside my head. And then I felt the entire place starting to cry and I'm like, Oh, it, I guess it's not that funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I and yeah, I, and I saw, me
2: and you sorry, go ahead. <laughs> were you? Today? Oh, I said only me and you were sitting in there laughing. <laughs> I know. I, I'm just like,
1: why are you crying? I'm like, oh, you're all crying. Whoops! I'm gonna shove my mouth right now <laughs> because I, I, I knew what you were doing. I knew, I knew what you were doing. It was beautiful. It's exactly what I do to people, and, and it was, <laughs> it was kind of tough to get me into that spot because I was busy. I'll be honest with you, judging it. I was, I was judging it and mm-hmm. the second time I saw it I'm like yeah this is everything in a project that I like it reminds oh. you who you used to be when you're young it reminds you who you used to be when you're older and it reminds you of what, what really belongs in your heart when you die mm-hmm. so your your story touched a, a lot of people in, in very strange ways but it was very <laughs> awesome so I really wanted to have you on I, I really appreciate you joining us today
2: Thank you for having me. This is cool.
1: <laughs> it's different, isn't it?
2: It what? Except for what?
1: It's different, isn't it?
2: It's different?
1: It's different. Yeah, I thought Sorry. you would be a little oh. I, I thought you were, Yeah, I, I usually people are a little frightened to come on to a a blog or or a radio show, but quite honestly, the way I see it is I sit down next to you and I ask you basic questions about your life and then you fill in the you fill in the blanks. Yeah. And and that's, no, that's the fun. way that it works. So we're we're gonna we're we're gonna contact you. I hope you had a good time. So we're gonna contact you through Instagram. We're gonna we're gonna watch your film right now, which is called One Last Dance. One Last Dance on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I want you to click into that, or or just type in her name, which is Brittany Howen. Brittany Howen. Just type it in. Yeah, I'm gonna spell it for you. Brittany, you know how to spell that? H A. N G G is in get it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: U Y E N. Please watch this. It's 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 amazing. It'll make you cry faster than uh, <laughs> that song from uh uh from the waitress. Uh It Could've Been Me, which is a great song. It could have been me. I love that song. It makes me cry every single time. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Well <laughs> but, but we can't wait to see more things from you more projects from you, and to see your future. I want you to promise right now that you'll be back on the show when, when you're incredibly successful.
2: I will, I promise, yes.
1: A great, great to know. Thank you so much for entering <laughs> our show here today. And, and Brittany Newen, we, we, we love you. So, so God bless, and um, <laughs> please have a great career. We'll, we'll continue to contact you.
2: Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much.
1: Brittany was our guest today. There's her claps going the opposite way. Brittany, have a great weekend. Happy Christmas. All right, everybody. That was great. That was a great interview. Isn't it funny how people don't think they can talk for an hour and then they do? I love this show. Cinema Files Radio I'm your host Steve Pisa We had Brittany Nguyen Wasn't she fantastic? Scott Simmerly Wasn't he great? We had some great people on today I'm so Thankful And grateful For you joining us today Our guests I'm thankful and grateful for you being here Brittany, Scott You both are amazing creators and we only wish the best for you. Remember everybody the key to great work is communication love honesty, sincerity did I mention love? Have yourself a great weekend. I hope you go to see Star Wars next week. It's been me, Steve Pisa, on Cinema Files Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless. Treat each other well.